you roll you whatever you want But I can shine in armor Or the magic spell caster Roll the die Hoping for a 20 might get the one The clash of grits can turn the tide Of the battle The dungeon master has saved the tale for us Let's dance this journey Hello listeners, this is a bonus segment we like to call Dungeons and Discussions, where we dive into a chosen topic, learn, and discuss. I'm your host Oso Kuma, and with me today, as always, the Cock Squad. To my side we have Chappie. Hey y'all, it's your boy Chappie, I play Cletus Montgomery Claiborne on the podcast, super excited to get into this Dungeons and Discussions segment. As a lifelong Riptile fanatic, I've obviously been super horny about anything related to dragons my whole life. And I can't wait to get started on this one. Shout out, Steve Irwin. On the other side of the table today, we have Psycho. This is weird. Yeah, it is. It's weird for both of us. <laughs> um, hi, everybody. I'm Psycho. I don't know if I should do like a journal entry or maybe I should talk about, you know, counterfeit beanie babies of some sorts. Get them. <laughs> <laughs> All this is. <laughs> or rinse skittles. Um, or rinse skittles. You know what? No, I wouldn't even go this there because I'm not a psychopath. Wow. Oh, but your name is Psycho. You got the joke. <laughs> um, hi, everybody. Yeah, I'm Psycho. I am the dungeon master on our usual clash of crits show and uh, i guess a little fact about me is yeah i suck a lot of dick (laughs) hey we got we got it we got it on record at least we got it on record uh it's a good thing i edited this bitch (laughs) um dick's cool a fun fact about me is i eat my burgers upside down a lot of people do no, no some gra- people think it's weird. I grab it like my fingers and I eat it upside down. You just like flip it. I flip it. Hmm. I hate that. Okay. And also at the table today, we have Drop a Crit. Bow, 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 bow. What's good, everybody? I play your boy Don Lewis, the paladentus of the group. My. I'm happy to be here. I'm happy to be a part of Dungeons and Discussions. I can't wait to ask. Hopefully, a couple of good good questions that a lot of people that's listening to this have on their mind. Um, hmm, a fact about me is I like to warm up um, or toast. I like to toast brown sugar maple pop tarts and put peanut butter on the back of them and eat them like a sandwich. That actually sounds good though. And again, I'm Oso Kuma. If you didn't know, I play a grumpy old man on the podcast. You know, Carmine Rosalino, aka Rosie the Butcher. And a uh, simple fact, but I pretty much put cheese on everything. 
as psycho i do the same thing yeah i mean like <laughs> there's there's nothing wrong with it just just go ahead and just eat it all it doesn't matter what it does to you even if you're lactose do it it's worth it it is i'm lactose and i approve <laughs> that message we're all bbws i think <laughs> i think 90 percent of people who are lactose choose to ignore the fact that they're lactose that is true most people i know who are lactose intolerant still eat dairy with reckless abandon. <laughs> <laughs> Can confirm. We live and die by the blade. So we should About probably let you know what today's topic is. I mean, if you played D&D, you know, you know, pretty much... Most of the things you should know about dragons, you know, there are the metallic dragons, the chromatic dragons, and a few years ago we got the gem dragons, officially. But... Our topic today is a cock universe original, <gasps> the enameled dragon. This is something that was created by our DM Psycho, and uh, I'm pretty sure uh, he's the best one to uh, drop the lore for this. Yeah, um, if I'm going to talk about the enameled dragon, we need to start back at the beginning, um, which were, as people have heard many times, in the podcast, if you have listened, I would hope you listen at this point if you're listening to this episode. Um, the Dragon Wars, okay? Now, because my oh-so-gracious players love to not ask lore questions while they play... Nobody said we were smart as our characters. <laughs> that, that, that do be us. That, that um, like fuck. I have to try to exposition dump in the hardest ways, in like the most opportunistic ways, which is why episode three, I did it very fast, and I know it was a lot, so I think we're gonna take it, take a step back and slow it down for a second, okay? Perfect. To start off, there is a short story of the god of the world called Corman the Merciful, or the dominant dragon lord, as everybody's heard. So, a long time ago, which was roughly 200 years ago in the world. The dominant Lord, Corman the Merciful, was the hero of the realms who fought the forces of evil and creatures against humanity, and the he was able to unite the coast and become the apex of civilization. One day, an evil organization called the Dragon Cult had attempted to take over Faerun by collecting ancient artifacts, which were the Dragon Mask, for any of you D&D uh, Lord nerds, to resurrect the dragon god Tiamat. Uh, so a single silver dragon decided to take up the fight under the guise as the man Raggon Chrome because metallic dragons tend to transform into other to different humanoids. They do, they do. Raggon Chrome assembled a team of champions, as you've heard the dragon champions, even was able to assemble the other metallic dragons of the world and other races and groups far and wide, like the giants. They were able to recruit elves, dwarves, minotaurs, anybody and everybody to take up this fight. Their plan was to fight back against the dragon cult who have practically taken over the coast, if not the world at this point. But ending in an epic climactic battle in the dragon well springs as Corman stabbed his blade into Tiamat. He was able to seal her away for all of eternity because, I mean, she's a god. It's kind of hard to kill gods. True. So, can't kill a god, 
we'll Naruto it. We'll seal it away. You know what I mean? Hell yeah. <laughs> that works. <laughs> um, so everything was fine. But a year after saving the realms, the benevolent god, the benevolent dragon god, Bahumut, who is considered the good god, the god of the metallic dragons, had revealed himself to the planes and demanded that Tiamat be released from her sealments by the mortals. Because in my lord, since there are multiple, Tiamat and Bahumut are, si are brother and sister. Just for, once again, any D&D uh, &D people out there, that is the lore that I go with. Corman, obviously hesitant and not wanting to release Tiamat because of what Tiamat had attempted, the realm decided to face off against Bahumut himself, which Bahumut had followers, has followers from different planes that Bahumut was willing to bring to this world to fight back, to make sure that Tiamat gets released. Hence why that is one of the reasons why rifts happened in the world, which is why there are rifts in the world because of this climactic battle. So, Corman and his team, the champions, had to reach a different level of power to even face off against Bahumut, right? So what they had decided to do is they decided to harness the power that was sealed, that sealed Tiamat, and use it to power themselves up. Think of it almost like harnessing like a warlock patron power without having to sign anything off. Like you're just taking the power from the patron. Yeah, it's it, it's like uh, like Power Rangers. Yeah, sure, like Power yeah. Rangers. They all became they, Power Rangers, especially because it was chromatic dragons. Had, they all True. had to come together as a <laughs> Megazord. They, they are all designated <laughs> as a different dragon, uh, different dragon color. So each champion in the world, because I don't think that's something that you guys know, each no. champion in the world is designated as their own chromatic dragon. Oh, wow. The, once again, there is one who is a poison dragon. There is the one who is the acid dragon, the fire dragon, the cold dragon, and the lightning dragon. After they had a long, hard fight against Bahumut, they were able to seal him away, similar to how they did Tiamat, which they sealed them away, which they did a similar thing, as in Corman sealed Bahumut into himself, just to make sure that no one could get to him. At that point, Corman had harness the power of Tiamat and harness the power of Bahumut, which resembles something of an artificial form of Io. If people know what Io is, Io is like the primordial dragon above Bahumut and Tiamat that created dragons, that created the concept of dragons and everything. It's the god above gods when it came to dragons. So Corman almost became like an aspect of it. And because of that, and because he is someone who actually lived in the mortal planes, he's not like a primordial or a god that said, I'm just not going to mess with anything. I'm not going to, you know, I'm not, I'm just going to leave everybody. Everyone can go fuck off and do whatever they want. I want to make sure that my home is right. My home is, uh, my, my home is where it should be, which now the realms are to relatively outside of you know what's been going on for you guys uh for the past two 200 years well i'll say 190 because there was the rift incident ding ding um <laughs> but they live under the guidance of the dominant dragon lord corman the merciful this is his name and that is the beginning of the enamel dragons and the reason why that is the beginning is because during the dragon wars corman found a lover 
Now, Corman was a silver dragon. Corman Lover was one of the champions. Guavacho, as you also heard in the podcast, who is also considered the mother of dragons, who is what people might think a Goliath and or a elf, depending on how you see the perspective of things. But the thing about that was, I'm sure people would ask why they did not, like when they had a baby, why they did not turn into a half dragon? The reason why I didn't turn into a half dragon was because Guavacho had the spirit of a poison dragon inside of themselves. So they were already technically a part of a chromatic dragon at the time. And when they made love and Guavacho was pregnant, instead of it becoming a half dragon, it became something different. Something that mixed metallic dragons and chromatic dragons together because metallic dragons and chromatic dragons don't breed, which created Darium Black, the very first enamel dragon. Dang, that's crazy. Because of that, them realizing that that was possible, and with Corman's guidance to the world, Corman was able to bring dragons together because dragons are usually considered like an apex predator. You know what I mean? Isolated creatures. They work together if they absolutely have to, even like metallics. You know, usually they have their own hordes. They're just like, no, I don't fuck with anybody, blah, blah, blah. So basically created like a a great union of the different like types of dragons. Correct. They created a great union of the different types of dragons. So now chromatic dragons and metallic dragons live. And now chromatic dragons and metallic dragons breed, which sometimes it creates an enamel dragon. Enamel dragons are rarer compared to chromatic or metallic. And, but they are considered the like epitome of their race because of the fact that dragons are still, even though that they live with other cultures now and they live with other beings, they still are relatively considered the best of the best because you know, dragons are always considered the best of the best. Um, so the enamel dragon is considered the best of the best of the best, which is why they usually get special treatment. As you guys have seen, uh, experience when Barrett told, tells his background, when he has to deal with Calibax because of the fact that he was an enamel dragon, they didn't punish him for fighting dirty and breaking, uh, Barrett's leg, which they should have, but special treatment, you know, privilege and all. That's how, uh, enamel dragons came to be and Corman himself has five enamel dragon children which as you've seen Darium is one and you've seen uh his youngest sister Cinderage there are three more there is an ivory a jade and there's an azul so as you've seen Darium's black he is considered obsidian you know, so just think of the metallic, like the metallic versions of it. So there is black, there is the obsidian, there is the ivory, there is the crimson, there is the jade, and then, then there's the azul dra uh, enamel dragon. So those are the five different enamel dragons that they are around. Which of the, this is more towards the podcast than Laura, which other colors is Darium's like second brother slash sister? Like it goes Darium black, then who? So there is the first, which is... Once again, Darian Black. He's the oldest enamel dragon around. Yeah. 
Then there is the second child, who is the first daughter, which they call her Madame Elian Highhill. An ivory enamel dragon. Okay. Then there is the third child, Corin the Plague. Oh, don't like that I sound. Like, I, I don't I, like that at all. I like the name, though. I ain't gonna it lie. is a badass name. And then there's the fourth child, Grank Azurefoot. Wow. Okay. And then the youngest child, Cinderage. Now... I'm sure you're wondering why the names are all different. They all, because dragons are represented as titles. You know, they don't have like a last name. They don't have a tribal name. They don't have a family name kind of thing when it comes to dragons. They are, are always, you know, Cloud the Vengeful or whatever. And the quick. Yeah. So even as enamel dragons, they all are received titles as they're growing up. As Aerie had a title, she was called Aerie the Loyal. Loyal to the soil, baby. <laughs> I'm sure you guys have questions regarding these enamel dragons, whether it is their anatomy comparatively to other ones and or statistically the differences between them. So you guys are more than welcome to ask a couple questions first before we continue. Um, I think the one thing that it's making me think of uh, a lot that I think is cool is... Uh, like I, I don't know what lore you went went with with uh, Isle because you know there's so many, but um, like the one that I usually go with is the one where like Isle was fighting the Primordial for like the realm, and then like he got cut in half with like the Animantium Axe, and then it split apart. Like the two pieces of him, as soon as it fell to the ground, it, it rose as like Tiamat and Bahamut, and then they fought the Primordial then, together yes. to defeat him. Yeah. Uh, um. So the the one that I ha the the lore that I'm using is that um, Tiamat and Bahumut are direct descendants of Io as he okay. created the children because he had created the third one, Batra, I think it's called. Yes, yes. Um, where then that was Which the one. like the balance. That's the, yes, there was a third one that it was supposed to represent just like material and beauty that yeah. Tiamat kills. Yes. And because of that, Bahumut technically snitches on Tiamat and then that's how Tiamat gets sent to the hells to begin with, being forced to work for Asmodeus in the, uh, in the first uh First floor of hell. Um, I, I, I think what's really cool about like this creation is like with having like Bahamut and Tiamat like merged together in a way with the, the, the way that these uh, enamel dragons are created. It's like creating godly dragons again straight from Io in a way. Yeah, which is like one of the things that I thought would be like a cool thing to uh, do for it. Enamel dragons, right? Mm -hmm. You said they're rare. Even an enamel dragon that mates with an enamel dragon cannot produce them. It's a hard time producing a baby. Um, enamel dragons have not made it together. Okay. Enamel dragons, the oldest one is Darium Black, who's only 200 years old. Hmm. And that's young for an enamel dragon, I'm assuming. That's young for a dragon in general. Okay. You, okay. you can really imagine, like, with uh, this world and the way that they're trying to create this union and make it stronger, like, imagine the more that they mate if it, if it ends up, like, you know, being more than rare, and eventually dragons change from, like, what they are to just all just enamel dragons at one point. Where, like, it's just that. Yeah. If they can even mate at all, because most hybrids are actually sterile. Hmm. Fun fact. Correct. What would you say the population ratio is for, like... How many enamel dragons there are? Yeah. In the 200 years of dragons being brought into the world, cycled, made, and everything like that, there, I would say there's probably, there would be less than 100. Probably like close to 100 enamel dragons, 
but they wouldn't have hit the 100 mark yet. Hmm. And Darian was the first? Darian was the first. He was. That's why he's considered an icon in the world. Um, like a little bit about Darium is that he was. Um, so he's like the symbol of that union. Yes, he's almost like the symbol of the Dragon Coast to begin with. Yeah, you know. Um, gotcha. Also, he, the oldest son of a god, basically. Yeah. yeah. So. <laughs> he is obviously the general of the Consortium Legion. He's considered the pride of the dragons and the creatures of the realm in general. He's trained by dragons, by warriors, by scholars, by lords. And since day one, he's technically been molded to lead the new world of Faerun in place of his father. You know, because Corman, being what he is, has trying to, like he said, he is, he wants to make sure that his world is appropriate to how it should be, you know? Um, so, like, I know that, like, like for D&D, being a god, like, you can ascend to being a god, basically. Yes. Um, would you say that, in a way, Darium is a like like a demigod? No, no. I wouldn't say that Darium has not reached something like that. He has not reached it, but he would be like considered in a way, like not not like not like mechanically in a way, but like I, I mean, guess like the people around the world would consider him just because his father is Corman. Yeah, I mean, or the Dragon Lord, you know. Um. I think that there, if I were to make, th that I can see myself making people that consider him something like a demigod, him and his uh, brothers and sisters, yeah. demigods to the world. So, like, that, I don't think that's out of the realm of things. Darium is also the creator of, technically, it's called, they called Fusion Breath. Okay. Mm. Because Darium is a blend of two different dragon types that bred, that bred together. Not just chromatic and metallic, but two different types. So because of that, he creates an um, he creates like an acidic fire. Because of it. So like the elements of like the cold because like silver dragons is cold, right? Yes, but Corman was different. Corman was different. Yes. Okay. And then like the poison from Govacho. The reason why Corman was different is mm -hmm. because he harnessed the power of Tiamat at that point. Ah, yeah, yes. you're right. You're Remember, right. he he harnessed the power of Tiamat at that point when he uh, made a child. So because of that, it fused there and created like this like acidic fire. If two dragons mate, like a chromatic and a uh, and a metallic dragon, mm -hmm. right? And they're like host of like two different elements, basically. Then that child can come up, like come out having like a. A fusion of of a a breath, or is Darium like the only one that's achieved it so far? Others have achieved it because of Darium, but okay. certain enamel dragons haven't as well. Aerie, if you recall, Aerie did like an ash breath at you guys. She did. Oh, I guess that makes sense because like with actual genetics, like you could technically like make a new type of genetic, which would be the fusion of the breaths, and then you'd have like you sometimes you take your parents' traits one way or the other or a combination of the both but sometimes it creates a new thing does it stay the fusion or can they do one or the other they could do one or the other as well Ooh. oh see. so hey there's some strategy to it <clears throat> yeah that's pretty neat can you can you uh mention if the other three that we haven't seen so far are uh male or female or would that be given too I much did. away he did oh. um but just to reiterate it was elian is a female uh-huh um corin is a male gank is a male Okay. And then there okay. is Cinderace, who's a female. So so he had three sons, two daughters. Correct. Okay. Okay. Um, as I said, there are fusion breaths. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Fusion types. 
And all of all of his children have fusion breaths? Correct. Okay. All of his children have the fusion breaths. Um, some of them have their own special ones, like Corin mm-hmm. specifically and Darium specifically. They, their fusions are different, com- different comparatively to the other ones who would have those fusions as well. Okay. Um, but uh, there is the fire and acid, which is like an orange-yellow flame. And then there's fire and cold, which creates steam. There's fire and poison, which creates the poison ash that Eri mm-hmm. did. There's fire and lightning, which is what Cinder Rage is, and that's explosions. Mm. She was dangerous. And art is an explosion. Shut up. <laughs> um, yeah, there's acid cold, which is like um, almost like a mustard gas. That like it's like liquid that like you breathe in like liquid nitrogen Ugh. kind of you know oh that sucks um it's yucky there's acid poison which is like this purple poison think of like like not just poison but like a venom like you know venom venom like you know how like the difference between poison yeah, and like venom is that harshly poison, poison. Is, yes yeah. like a harshly poison um there's acid lightning which is corrosive lightning Ooh. um there's so cold many. poison which is like a cold mist that eats at like your skin like the poison like it gets in it would get into your skin and like and like start deteriorating yes like you like it would like freeze your body i hate that um there's cold lightning which is frozen lightning which um is that the thing that killed mace windu (laughs) (laughs) this is like electric shock and ky jelly combined which is um there's only one animal dragon that that does frozen light that can do frozen lightning and that is gank and then there is lightning poison, which is a paralysis breath, which is like a special type of paralysis breath comparatively to uh, the regular metallic dragons of paralysis breath. Um, the special thing, anatomy-wise, about enamel dragons comparatively to regular dragons um, on how they look is enamel dragons' natural form is, think of like a half a dragon, but with wings. Oh. So a na- like how Darium is, but like he has his wings like retracted. Like mm-hmm. that's actually the enamel dragon's natural form. Yeah, because we've only seen Darium in like a a dragon humanoid form. But correct. Like you, were, but you've you seen Cinderage. You've he, seen Cinderage transform it from a dragon to like a humanoid, like actual human girl. Okay. But like they all have a natural form of looking like almost like a half dragon, with like their wings out. Gotcha. And that's they, like that's like the way they were born. The, correct. That's the way that they're born. And okay. They can retract their wings. They can retract their wings completely. Do they all have the same type of like dragon style, or can they switch their style into like a more like a flood dragon versus like a western style? Type um. Dragon? So like in <laughs> the dragon style, like in um like in actual D and D, they um they take the mannerisms of their parents still. So like black dragons, when I believe they use, they have like a little bit of a beard and like twisted horns. Um, and like, I think like gold dragons have like sharper with like some like part of the scales. So they would take the, they take the, uh, characteristics of how their parents are. However, they still have the ability to change their look if they want to. So, so, so they, they stay in like this original, like half dragon form. Technically, what is there a difference in their scales being like a hybrid? Oh yes. Yes. Yeah. 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 Um, their scales are technically harder than regular dragon scales. 
Okay. Because of it. Because like, and it's not because like, oh, it's like metallic and because like metallic dragon scales are just as hard as regular chromatic scale, uh, chromatic uh, dragon scales. Think of it as like, you know, like how a dog has like uh, two coats of fur. Mm-hmm. That's a enamel dragon has like two coats of scales. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. And like the, because like I know that like, uh, so metallic dragons they have like the the shiny metallic uh, colors, and then we have the five colors of the chromatic. Is there a difference in color in their scale? Yeah. So like the crimson is like a metallic red. Oh, okay. Yes. Okay. Obsidian is a metallic black. Ivory is a metallic white. Azul is a metallic blue, and then jade is metallic green. And I'm okay. assuming like they can like have two tone colors as well. Um, like if, if their parents are two different colors, like they'd have multicolored scales sometimes, or is that not a thing? No, that is not a thing. Okay. They, they usually conjoin into one thing. What it ends up being is it ends up being um, the color of the chromatic, the and dominant. then it is a dominant of what the color is, but it has the coding uh, the coding sheen of the metallic. Oh, yes, I got you. And um, and I would assume like in the sunlight, like they're, they're, the color would probably like change a little, like. Like depending on like what what like yeah I mean I guess like from like the sunlight stuff. from like a sunlight yeah. look to it yeah because it because it, it's so different yeah yeah, yeah it can gotcha so you said they have two layers of scales and usually I'm not this guy but like how would I even pronounce no so I think he was no, saying like their their, their just, scales are as hard no I'm going is, into something else yeah completely off of that well no. I mean they don't have two layers I'm just relating it to having like two coats of fur how their scales oh, are oh okay so they don't yeah. actually have two layers of scales like no. their scales are as hard as oh. like one scale would be as hard as two scales yes that's what I mean got yeah. it okay so stat wise are you gonna come up with like a, do you have a stat block prepared for these things or um so stat wise at the moment they are more or less compared to regular dragons just because i don't want to try to take away right but they do have feet wise mm-hmm. they have chain shape all always okay they have natural born armor okay the, uh the the racial feet and they have the special fusion breath which is uh oh. yes um so like if you if we made uh, like a spin-off, whatever you wanted to be an enamel dragon of some sort, those would be the three main things that you would actually have. Oh, cool. Yes. Okay. Like I would. Okay. Ma- like yeah. Uh, I've thought about this a lot to make sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but pretty much, I'd probably like the natural born armor is usually thirteen plus your dex mod. Okay. Um, I'd probably do maybe thirteen plus. I'd probably do instead of like thirteen plus your dex mod. I'd probably do. Maybe like twelve plus your dex and charisma because of the fact that uh, charisma is uh, like the spell casting of like what dragons are. Yeah, you know what I mean. Maybe something like that, hmm. or gotcha, something along those lines. Or maybe I'd give it like turtles have like a certain uh, AC auto, no Just matter period, what kind yeah. of kind of thing. Maybe it'd be something like that. As yeah, well. I think that'd probably be a better way to go. So, so, so like we might not experience this because of how long it might take um, in like the world we're playing in. But do you think that eventually there might be uh, enameled dragonborns? I would like to think that like this growing world could have something like that. Interesting. I would like love like you know I mean like yeah, yeah. It, like you create something you would like it to grow and everything like that. Um, I think like that would be a really cool idea. That gotcha. and technically that would probably be what like people play you know yeah, enameled yeah. dragonborn instead a superior dragonborn. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure people are you know talking about like oh what about the gem dragons and things like that you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so I believe I mentioned it briefly, 
in the campaign, but in my world, the gem dragons were sealed away. All of them. And then like people didn't even know they existed. People like, didn't even know they you mentioned it in episode yes. three, I think. People didn't even know they existed until Bahumat and Tiamat both got sealed away that they're their like seal on them, their like chain on them or whatever got released, and then the gem dragons rose from like the pits of the like from the core of the earth. Mm. And obviously they thanked Corman for releasing them. And then they were one of the things that helped create the civilization. Because like gem dragons are relevant in the in this world. They're not part of the genetic enamel dragons. Gem dragons are still separate on their own. But the thing about gem dragons in my world is that they are um they house the rarest materials of the world. Um, gotcha. There is a place called Dragon's Pike, which Ari has mentioned that that's where she was raised. It is uh, one of the... It is the main place where gem dragons lay. So gem dragons are pretty much like the titans that were locked up underneath the sea in Hercules. Kind of, yes. <laughs> like, best way to describe it, uh, like to simplify it, that's pretty much uh, how their lives were in my world. I got you. So there hasn't been any hybridization between gem dragons. No. Um, so that's neat. That is why Darium, his armor is made from, um, like his shield is made from like a uh, like gem dragon scales that were given to him and created because he still wants to represent gem dragons as well. Oh, yes. so forward thinking that Okay. Guy. So like in the growth of this like this world and and stuff like there could could be because like nobody ever thought that you know chromatic and metallic can breed. There's a possibility that there could be some type of breeding with gem. Yeah, I mean I would like to think so. You know, um, I would like to think that that is something that could be made possible. Um, Obviously, the enamel dragons of the world has only been 200 years. You know what I mean? They don't, yeah. they technically don't know everything about them. I mean, we're fucking humans who've been living on this earth for thousands of years and still don't know everything about our And, and that's, how, that's how long the gem dragons have been released, right? Correct. Years. They've been in release so. pretty much the same amount of time. Okay. I mean, the gem dragons know about themselves because they've been around for a long time, but they got sealed for fucking forever. They were sealed away. They were yes. still living, yes. but they, they were still living with the, the outside world. Correct. Gotcha. They just had a very long time out. Yes. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Or a coma. Were they conscious? Were they conscious? Could they see into the outside world or no? No, no. They okay. Had, it was like they blinders. You know what I mean? Like. Oh, interesting. Mm. So, are you gonna come up with character sheets for these for, for our listeners? Character sheets? Or are you being like a um, like a race? Yeah, like actual like race, race, like a race playable race, like sure mechanic sheet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I said, like I, I want to, and like I have thought about obviously I've I put mechanically what the uh, what they would have, um, so I think. I think that'd be sweet, and then we could throw it up on our Patreon for you loyal listeners. Harmless plug. <laughs> Big plug. Because <laughs> if you want to listen to any more of this, you better have Patreon. I love the aggression. Love it. Urgh. Um, But yeah, there are... Uh, there's more, obviously, Enamel Dragons that you guys haven't met. You guys have only seen three. And you heard about four because of Calivax. Yes, um, yes. The only ones we've seen is Darium, Cinderage, and Aerie. Correct. I'm just saying, none of these enamel dragons are painting themselves in a good light at all, whatsoever. For us, I yeah, mean, Aerie did. Aerie was Everybody awesome. but you thinks Aerie yeah. did. <laughs> okay, I stand. I stand on this hill. Not die on end, this. Even hill. at the end, as much as Aerie like like had to be loyal to Cletus's dad, she still was trying to help us. 
the, the entire time during that fight in the sky, she was trying to help Cletus. Yeah. yeah um. So, I guess I can like talk. I wasn't up there. I ain't know that. How was I supposed to know that? Well, because you're Drapa, you're not Don. Okay. Uh, so you know. So like, yes, <laughs> this isn't Don Lewis, the newest, <laughs> truest paladentist. So like in that fight, Luke Bryan actually didn't even want to grab Cletus at all. That was Ari making that decision because Ari was trying to uh, get Luke Bryan overturned at that point. He was just trying to escape, escape. That's why he yelled at you saying, what the fuck are you doing here? Just jump off, leave me alone. In a way, Ari kind of saved you because Cinderage was going ham. Oh, yeah. She's blowing up everything. <laughs> she saved the fuck out of me. You know, I was only 500 feet up in the air fighting <laughs> on the back of a dragon and I didn't die. So. I mean, like, it's a cool bar story. Yeah. Cool bard story. <laughs> I can't. I can't with you two. Um, and even like you guys were kind of questioning being uh, aligning with like Camilla and Alistair. So you guys were even questioning what Darium's actual motivations of what he's been doing. You know what I mean? He might be a good guy. He might not. You guys just actually haven't gotten to talk to him yet. Actually. Mm-hmm. So. I think like like as a pl- as a player, right? I think that, you know, he, he might be a good guy and might possibly want to have a conversation with him to figure out what's going on. But as a character, because Cletus said he took our wives mm-hmm. and his daughter slash fiance, whatever that is. Uh, <laughs> it's I'm a healthy, like, loving relationship. I'm just like, he's bad guy number one. Bad guy number two is Cletus's dad, but like bad guy number one is still Darium. Mm-hmm. Yeah, actually. Yeah, which is still fair. Yeah, but he actually got bodied by Cletus's dad. Yeah, but like, does so, that make so like, happy? does that really make him bad guy number one? To well, because because he, he's he's the kidnapper. Yeah, maybe he's. not. <laughs> maybe not to Cletus because he did try saving Stella from. That's also true. I guess you guys are gonna have to keep listening to find out what happens. Yeah. And there was that moment where you guys saw Stella confiding in Darium, mm-hmm. as as uh, you got uh, it was explained before that they seemed very intimate with each other. As I threw, seemed up. like they knew each other, yes. but guess we still got to figure that all out. Still got to figure all that out, man. It's a shame we don't ask questions. It's a shame you don't <laughs> ask questions. <laughs> I mean, like just just like hearing about these creatures, though, like enamel dragons really seem like a problem because, like. I would love to have them as friends, but like the way that we're going through the podcast, <laughs> we're definitely gonna make all of them enemies. So like, but maybe there's like some like real edgy like tryhard enamel dragons that are about that life. Yeah, so it's like, come on, bro, we're gonna help you, man. Yeah, dude, like we have to kill the system, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck the establishment, man. Yeah, bro, cut my life into pieces. We're all, we're all free. We're all dragons. Who's Darium? <laughs> Crack. <laughs> Me, you, that gnome, everybody, we're all dragons. Yeah, man. bro, like my in fr- heart. My first girlfriend was a curb gnome, and like they said it wasn't possible. And then like she left me for a Scorpio. <laughs> with a John Morant attitude. For a Scorpio with a John Morant attitude. Perfect. Love it. Awesomeness. You ever just cannot follow up? <laughs> what somebody said, you just like, there's nothing to fall. It's just not worth it. Yeah, like it's uh, always worth it. Curb no with a John Morant attitude. She was spicy, so not even a hundred of them exist. No, 
Well, and they, it would be close, but not a hundred. Yeah. Harry's gone, so that's one less. <laughs> correct, correct. And Harry was like, I think I said like 120, something like that, 100 something years old. Yeah. You know what I mean? So she is one of the older ones. I wonder if they... Think about it. Is 200 years enough to reach sexual maturity for an actual regular dragon? Yeah, so like... Uh, I'm on reptile shit, bro. Like, that's just what's going through so my mind. So I believe after like 100 something years, you're usually considered like a young to an adult dragon. Okay. Um... Like they're on that elf shit. Yeah, uh, I guess I could say so. I would assume they're more mature though because they've they've like no, yeah, they yeah. they mature. Um, Cinderage, like when she changed into her size, she changed it to like an adult size dragon. You know, what I mean, it yeah. wasn't young or whatever. And same thing with Aerith, she changed it to an adult size. Um, like their bodies mature faster because they have. They are kind of like half dragons in a way, you know what I mean? Because of like the mixing of the DNAs and all that stuff. Um, but I guess I just want, to, uh, I guess like the point of them not breeding it is that no one's really attempted. Hmm. There's been no attempts that like the world has known, the, that anybody knows yet. There's been no attempts of actual breeding yet. Because gotcha. these enamel dragons, as the mother of dragons does, is sets them on a path. And they go on that path. Gotcha. And no matter how long it might take. And are they all like brothers and sisters anyway? I mean, not exactly. Um, I mean, like. Because like they're all birthed out of Govacho, right? No, 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 no. Okay, okay. So they could just be naturally. So technically, they could have occurred before all of this, and just no one knew about it. Correct. That was the thing. It could have. It could have occurred before. However, there is a special. There, there's a special, I guess you could say, treatment that a dragon has to go through while they are holding an enamel dragon. To have like, like a successful like. To birth. have a successful birth of the egg. Gotcha. So like it could have happened, but it's very, very unlikely. It was very, very unlikely. Um, there is a special way that has to happen to make sure that the, the dragon itself that lays the egg, and that the, um, the egg itself can both come out alive. Gotcha. So, how do you know you're about to have an animal dragon? Like, is there just like so, like in test? general, dragons like they breed, uh-huh. and then like they lay eggs afterwards. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I guess they just like the like I, I never I haven't seen I haven't read the Draconomicon um, <laughs> or looked up some like really weird stuff on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> but um, they plan. Essentially, there is like a nesting area in a place called um, Wyvern's Nest, which is if you if you're a Sonic fan, it's like Angel Island. OK, it's actually a floating island hmm. around the uh, the coast that that is where dragons breed now for it to make sure that it's safe from everything else. Because, you know, something like an enamel dragon is important. Yeah. And it's not like some random creatures just going to run up on a bunch of dragons, you know, and yeah, they're not going to fly thousands of feet up in the air to. What about the dragons that can't fly? <laughs> Do they have like an elevator? I mean, there's ships. There's airsh- <laughs> there's airships in this world and everything. Like that. <laughs> they have like a beam me up, Scotty. <laughs> so with like the crazy treatment and like how rare it is, like I, I'm assuming like Guavacha going through it like the first time and them having to figure it all out. It's probably the it's only probably why the, like the only reason why Guavacho survived was because at that point Guavacho um, had the had like some power and like had uh Corman's power to help to yeah. make sure that that uh also the power of Tiamat. Yeah, like, the power of Tiamat yeah. to help. Yeah. Mm. So like 
uh, out of like all dragons or like like if it had them like super rare, like it's ridiculous that Guavacho would have had like five kids then. Yes, correct. Hmm. But I mean, Guavacho also had the other kids after they became a dragon lord. But for someone like Guavacho, that it, that wasn't like a pure form dragon. Yes, it was actually it was. It's crazy the fact that they had that they had five. Yeah, and like I said, like right now, if I if I'm stat blocking them, I'm stat blocking them to like young dragons or adult dragons at the moment. Like, I think the strongest one would be like it's like you know the old the eldest dragon is Darium, right? Mm -hmm. And um, he, uh, from what I recall, when I stat blocked him because I did create an actual like stat block for him specifically, I don't even think he's considered an ancient. Like, like I, I didn't like stop talking as ancient or like some like twenty something level twentieth something CR creature or anything like that, because, like as much as I love these things, you know, I'm not gonna like. Yeah, I'm not gonna make it OP. Yeah, you, you know, gotta I mean, make like, them balanced because especially if somebody wants to play them. Yes, exactly. Correct. You know, I want to make sure. Um, and you know, it just it also like timeline wise, it makes sense. You know, he's only two hundred years old. Mm -hmm. That's also true. As much as the training and everything that he's had in his life, which is pretty much just been entirely training. Yeah. Outside of the Rifter incident that happened 10 years ago in the world, um, his life has pretty much been set on a path for him. Gotcha. Which we still don't know what the fuck happened. So, saying you want to fight a, a normal, a normal one, a normal dragonborn of this um, nature, stab block it, what like CR rating would you put? What do you mean, uh, normal dragonborn? Or no, a, like a normal an an uh, normal dragonborn. Dragonborn. Say if I want to throw this at a group of people and I want this to be like the evil villain, like what do you think the like the basic CR rating would be? Um, I would say find the um, I would say find the dragon CR the dragon stat block that you want, and um, I would I would give it a fusion fire uh, a fusion breath of whatever you know what I mean. So let's say you find a um, like a adult uh, poison dragon, which I think is like a CR, I don't know, like 15 or something like that, right? Off the top of my head. I, I don't know. I don't remember off the top of my head, but it's something like a CR 15, right? Uh, poison adult dragon. Um, you like it, you know, um, then you, what you do is that you split the die of the breath attack, right? So let's say, because I think poison does D4s. I think poison does D4s. Um, you would take half that, and then if you were turning it to fire, they'll fire D6s. So let's say it was like 20 D4s or whatever, so then it's like 10 D4s or 12 D4s, and then it's like 8 D6s of fire damage. You, you get what I, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I would uh, make sure it has the ability change shape, and uh, I will say that there is, mechanically, there is always something that people, uh, that the... DMG tells you that to if you want to make like a variant dragon called a spellcasting dragon, which is to use charisma as their uh, spellcasting modifier, um, and to give them a set of level spells. All enamel dragons can innately cast magic. They like it's not something that they like really have to learn. It, it's almost like sorcerers, sorcerers that they can just kind of do it. So you just stock them with some spells. So like spell the ability slots. to do is already within them. Yes. So I would make sure to find the dragon stat block that you like, split its breath, split its breath attack, um, and give it some spells, some yeah, spell so slots. You were right. It's a CR 15. 
and uh, for like like the regular like poison breath, it's a. Uh, 16 d6s okay so 16 d6s right so if you're doing fire it's a d6 as well so you actually just kind of split that up to 86 fire 86 poison Correct. you know what i mean maybe if you want to up the uh because if you're if it's having your bbg you give it some more hp you know you give it some more hp you uh up the uh the dc for the breath attack and and, and it would have a, a higher ac than a normal dragon right Yes, I'd probably uh, give it a, because like the AC for a, an adult dragon is probably like 18, 19. Yeah, so like the adult green dragon is 19. Yeah, yeah. so I'd probably give it like 21. Yeah, makes sense. Just because like the scales are harder. Like yeah, you thicker, said. you don't look at actually, like it has a shield on it, so like a plus two to it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So Dangerous creatures. Definitely really dangerous is. creatures. I think that we're in a time and place where people are straying away from dragons because, you know, it's the cliche. Mm-hmm. And I thought it would be a cool thing to try to bring it back in a different way, you know, yeah. with the enamel dragon because it's something I even like Googled it to try to see if like enamel dragon was like a thing, mm-hmm. and I didn't really find anything because like I was trying to think like oh like what would I name it you know something that's metallic and something that is like chromatic together you know like a colored metal. And then I thought of like the enamel pins and things like that, like you know. So I thought it just—I thought it was a really uh, fun name for it. So it's pretty cool. Yeah, it's fitting, very fitting. Got the bathtub dragons. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So it is uh, a uh, cock original. You know, it's uh, something that uh, was a long time making, and it happened naturally during uh, the campaign. Um, which like, it was my, it was actually like my plan to do, but it ended up because thanks to Osokuma, it actually ended up happening naturally without me having to like make that a thing. So you're welcome for playing my Look at you. A little bit of background on how it actually happened naturally. Um, he fucked the hero. Oh, okay. Cause you're just horny. You're just horny all the time. Yes. Oh, okay. Horny just never leaves well, your bloodstream. Does so it? like when, when we played that campaign, Guavacho was on a journey to find who he considered to be his true love. He, he felt like he needed to find someone that can basically take him down. So like when he, when he would go and like uh, see somebody that he was maybe like attracted to, like he was attracted to like power in a way. And he wanted someone who could completely take him down. And it wasn't working. Like everybody that he found that was super powerful, that he would like, He's like, maybe this is the one. Maybe this is the one that could rival my power and we can, you know, be lovers. He'd accidentally kill them. Oh, so he's like a black widow. So he, but he just wants to fuck. And when then... he met Corman, he didn't know that Corman was a dragon. And he slowly started to fall in love with Corman. And then he realized that his strength was nothing compared to Corman's. And it, it started to. It, it, it was him just like following Corman and like really believing in what his cause was. And then eventually it ended up like turning into a strong relationship and it worked. He got the hero teaser to lore that you guys will find out later. There was also, there was actually a love triangle involved in all that. There was, Whoa. there was, Dang. It was actually one of the main plot points of the pre- of the prequel campaign, but we'll not mention anything. But Govacho almost ended up with someone else. So it's like oh, I have a joke for you. Okay. So technically, we all died, right? Is this another like lot lizard joke? 
<laughs> Maybe. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> technically, we all died, right? Sure. And technically, not saying it is, I don't really, don't really know yet, but technically, his fiance is a dragon princess, right? Sure. So we all got dragon in part, part of us, right? Sure. So does that make Don a enamel, enamel um, dragonborn? Because he's a dentist? Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Sure. Okay. We're dead. We're all Draco Liches. <laughs> How easy can, like, do their scales, like, pop off? Do they molt their scales? Um, I haven't thought about that. No one's used enamel dragon for any, like, no one's used enamel dragon scales for any purpose, if that's what you're curious about. Like, no one's, like, created, like, an enamel dragon, like, shield or sword or scale. I have a follow-up question now because of that. Yeah, I may or may not have one also. Aerie died. Yes. What would have happened to Aerie's body? Is that something that, that, like... Only a handful of enamel dragons have died. Okay, but I'm saying, like, like, if, if, like, an enamel dragon dies... Mm Mm-hmm. Do they do something for that enamel dragon, like specifically to get rid of the body? Is it something like if you're found with like an enamel dragon, like scale off of like a dead enamel dragon, can you be, can you get in trouble? Is it like against Absolutely. Okay. So if like Aerie died and we were just like, okay, damn, Cinderage like smack some scales off. Let's grab these scales. Probably be heavy as shit, but we had a box truck at the time. And like, say we went somewhere and we're just like, yo, we need armor made. We'd get in trouble. Only black market. And even then, maybe not. I know that information in real life, but as Rosie, I don't. So if I find one, I'm probably going to try to use it for something. Well, if they're nice like Aerie, we're probably not. Yeah, no, but if you find, like, it's dead. Speak for or, yourself. like, you find, like, the scales. Yeah, yeah, it was just an animal dragon. I assume the scales look nice. Like, I'd probably just try to, like, make a chain or something. Like, I wouldn't even, like. <laughs> we'll just watch Channel 19 Action News at nighttime and just be like, oh, there's a murder. Let's go look for scales. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I just want that's I'm like wondering. listening to police scanners be like, oh, there's a there's a shootout go- happening. Let's go tune in. Yeah, imagine how wild that <laughs> is. Let's not. <laughs> um, so like like when normal dragons die, like some most people be like, eh, it is what it is. But like if an enamel dragon died, there's like a whole ceremony for it, basically. Correct. Okay. So uh Psycho. Yeah. Uh, any last things that you would want us to know about this? Or um any words before When it comes to this campaign. I would be, I would pay attention to people uh, when people describe their past, because most enamel dragons look like different uh, different races. They usually are not in their natural form, because enamel dragons are usually, uh, it's more I guess you could say like intimidating when enamel dragons are around, because they are always like they are considered like culturally like apexes of like you know everything like so like the only one we've seen that's in their natural form like just boldly out there is darium right yes in his absolute natural form and it's that just, it's you haven't seen well, you didn't see Cinder well, Cinder i guess yeah you guess she's, she's, she's true. like a, a human yeah she went from dragon to mm-hmm. just like a human girl gotcha so i think if anything for you guys to Make sure to maybe sometimes analyze what when people are talking to you about their about their experiences or and or pasts. Okay, that's us. You that's know, us we were, as fuck. We were just like, like we can't trust anybody. Anybody can be a dragon, and we were just like, okay, it's cool. We're dragons. 
Sorry for everything. And then now he just hit us with this, and now we're just about to be like, Rack anybody could be a dragon, sus. Hey, I can remember you, a couple You know who I, th- think, who I thought was a dragon? And I'm still, like, unsure. He might be something even more. Mm-hmm. Ray. Yeah, I, I def- Ray something. I don't know what the fuck Ray is, but Ray is definitely something. Ray was very sus the way that he was just like, you know, like I've been around since like, you know, the dragons were created. He was senile, man. No, he wasn't, man. I'm not sure he was. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Because as soon as things got serious... He was serious. Yeah, but you know, he he takes a job seriously. That's Listen it. here. Don't start talking in the accent yeah. like you're trying to convince me. <laughs> oh, sonny, what's going on? See, no, nah, no. fuck that shit, man. <laughs> How you got me going? Oh man, fuck. There's a. Moment. We heard a lot. We learned a lot. We discussed a lot. What would everybody's cock rating be for the enamel dragon? I think me personally, if I had to rate it, I'd probably rate it at a seventeen out of the 20 reason being i think it's i think it's great i love it but i feel like there's so much more room for growth and the fact that the oldest one is only 200 years old there's a lot i don't know just in general i probably wouldn't give a full 20 rating on anything because anything can be improved whether like you know it or not agreed so i have my biases i go 17 17 um, I'm gonna go 18 just simple, simply off of aesthetics. And I'm with also everything can be improved, but aesthetics, I wanted two tone scales. I ain't gonna lie to you, but like, <laughs> <laughs> we only can keep one color. I'm I'm, I'm gonna slide it at 18. Okay, no, but he said it got two tone in the light. I think the same, <laughs> it's got that though. shimmer. It's like hypnotic, that disgusting purple liqueur with a fucking silver in it. <laughs> uh, and my rating on this cock classic would be a 15 just because the same reasons also Kuma said, because like I do become like kind of like a lore whore and like want like a bunch of stuff. And I like think it's it's, it's still very much in the very beginning of everything, you know, like 200 yeah. years. That ain't shit for like Dragon Time. So. So much we don't know. Yeah, I think there's so much that we don't know. There's so much that could be added. And then there's the whole fucking the gem dragon thing. Like, what do you throw a gem dragon that's horny in there and then fucking throws everything off tilt? I mean, like, because, like, the way that I see it is the oldest one's 200 years old. We know what they can do from, like, what, you know, Psycho has told us. Mm -hmm. But these are amazing creatures that were just randomly created. And we don't know how powerful they can become the older they get. Yeah. We don't know what the extent of their abilities. Yeah, Yeah. we don't know the extent of their abilities. And neither does Darium. Darium was able to figure out that they can do a fusion breath and then taught other enamel dragons. But, like, if he didn't do that, who knows if anybody else would have figured that out. But, bro, things have been horny since the beginning of time. And, like, dragons have been there for a long fucking time. There could be, like, that 1% chance that there's a fucking... 5,000 year old an animal dragon in the world. Weird question. Weird conspiracy theory esque question. I like it. Would you be completely mind fucked if your dad was an animal dragon? I don't know. <laughs> My, I get mind fucked all the time. I get mind fucked really easily. <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know, Psycho, I know you're the one that created it. And oh, you want me to give a rating? You could be biased. But 
Oh, I'm very hard on myself as a person. You guys rated way higher than I would have. I, I want to hear. <laughs> I want to hear your personal rating. What you feel? Yeah. So, I mean, you you heard what like you know we said, and overall, I know it's 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 very easy to second guess yourself. I mean, I do it all the time with like what I, with the stuff I'm creating and stuff like that. But like, it is a very very good idea. It's very interesting. It's great for like this world building that you're doing. What would you? rate the enamel dragon if i'm giving myself the benefit of the doubt of what this is i'd probably give myself still like a 14. um i mean similar obviously to what you guys are saying there's there's way more to it that you know that needs that would need to be established i've only set the thing that's only been around for 200 years and for things that dragons could live up to a, a natural dragon Metallic Dragon or um, Chromatic Dragon or Gem Dragon, I think their average lifespan is like 1,500, I think, maybe more than that. So, like, the oldest one, if we're going off of it being 1,500, the oldest one has only lived a tenth of his life. True. Very true. We don't know what he's capable of, you know? Like there's some dragons that have gone beyond that uh, that age range, but I'm pretty sure that's like the average. I'm hoping to create more with it, but you know, you gotta start somewhere. And I didn't want to create all this like, oh, a thousand years ago, there's this stuff, blah, 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 because you know what I mean? Like it might not even be good. I'd give it a 14, I think. So with my 17, eight, drop us 18, Chappies 15, and Cycles 14, our official cock rating for the Enameled Dragon is a bold 16. We would love to hear, you know, your rating for it. And when this Dungeons and Discussions episode, you know, comes out, we might throw a poll up on Twitter. Yeah, I mean, I'd love to hear people's opinions on it. Yeah. We would definitely love, love to hear feedback, what you guys think, any questions. And we'd, we'd love to answer them. Um... Dungeons and Discussions is something that we're going to release uh, an episode, you know, every couple of, of regular episodes for our podcast. But for the most part, we're going to have a bunch of Dungeons and Discussions episodes on our Patreon. And, you know, if you could support us on there, we would love it. We appreciate it, you know, and we'll have more content there soon. Anything else, guys? Yeah. Thanks for... Um hearing out one of my creations i guess that's what i could say thank you for and thank you guys for taking the time to do a whole episode about this let's hear plugs as we uh go ahead and head out you can follow me at chappy underscore c-o-k on twitter and you can also check out my big buddy over at big campaign podcast jeff big jeff he has the coolest voice I've ever heard in my entire life, and maybe he might jump on a cock game. Maybe. Maybe. Hopefully. Hopefully. Definitely. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Probably, definitely, Jeff. You don't even have a choice. We're going to come to Seattle, and we're going to get you. Just abduct you. Okay, not abduct you, but like... No, abduct's good. Okay, cool. Just abduct yeah, you. I'm pretty sure Jeff's okay with being abducted. Cool. Yeah, yeah he might. Cool. Plug Psycho? Um, yes, you can follow me at anything at um, XYCH0COK. Um, I'd also like to give a shout out to, in a, 
additional AP podcast out there called Two Monsters Rolling Dice. They do really good work. Their production is really high value. I'm really jealous of their editing because I do the editing and I wish I could be that good. <laughs> um, I'd also, as usual, like to plug in Hybrid Punk. They do some of the additional music that we do for these episodes. And Shionovis did our theme song. I like to plug myself. Follow me at Drafa underscore Crit, K-R-I-T on Twitter. And... I'm Oso Kuma. You can follow me on any platform at O-S-O-K-U-M-A underscore C-O-K. And also, follow Clash of Crits. That's at Clash underscore of underscore Crits with a K. I would like to say thank you for joining our table and discussing with us for Dungeons and Discussions. Goodbye. Bye. 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 This was a Clash of Crits podcast. Theme song done by Shanovis, with additional music done by Hybrid Park. If you enjoyed our show, please give us a rating. See you in the next episode.